Hey, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Southside Trap Podcast. Podcast that helps you stay on side with the Chicago Red Stars. It's your girl, Sandra. Ready to discuss a very lovely interview that we just had with Emily Boyd and Zoe Gorowski. We're going to hop right into it. Couldn't do it alone. Here with my friend, homie, and colleague, Claire Watkins, a.k.a. the Scam Originator. Claire, we just had a pretty dope interview. We did, yeah. I mean, yes. Uh, yeah, we basically were like, well... It's opening weekend, opening weekend, I say with my air quotes, um, and we were like, we should do something fun. We should do something different because we've been doing our rewatch and the rewatch is great, but you know, the Chicago Red Stars are still a team with players who in the present. Are, yeah, are here and, and doing their thing. So we were like, let's celebrate that. Let's talk. Let's, uh, let's talk to somebody. So yeah, so we did a little bit of an interview. Um, how are you, how are you feeling on this, uh, this, what was supposed to be the NWSL opening weekend? Uh, I mean, my feelings about it. I'm not yeah. gonna front. I know that th- this was something that we uh, brought Emily Boyd and Zoe Gorowski in on. We were talking about how this time last year they right. were going to be kicking off the season. They would have done it in North Carolina again, similar to 2019. Uh, similar vibes there, and they also launched the elevated kit on this opening That's weekend right. as well. So that was really cool to sort of look back and mention. And we thought it was funny to point out the fact that it is snowing here today in yes. Chicago. And it was also snowing and this weekend uh, last year. Yes. So yeah, it was, it, I think it's important, like you said, to sort of um, make sure that we still check in and recognize what's going on in the present for the Red Stars, even though we're having a blast recapping all these uh, older games, retro games, uh, games from the past, this history that we think it's so important to document and we're still going to continue doing it. But I like that we took a pause to have this moment to sort of, kind of really make things feel normal because really before all this stuff kicked off, I know you and I had discussed all this sort of content planning going into 2020. And this was a duo that we wanted to interview over the course of the preseason. And we had had plans to do that. So I'm glad that we still went ahead with that. Um, Yeah. We've been wanting to talk to them for a while just because, um, uh, yeah, I mean, obviously this was supposed to be the summer of Boyd. Uh, the summer of Boyd has been postponed for one more year. Summer of Boyd 2021. Get on the train now. Um, but yeah, we had wanted, and, and we had been talking about, you know, it, it's interesting because when, when you talk about who you'd like to interview and that sort of thing, you get a feeling for who, you know, who you could have some interesting conversations about that are a little bit more outside the box and all that sort of thing. And it really seemed like, uh, like Boyd and Gorowski were, were two people that would be game for that even before everything got kind of weird. Um, and so doubly so now, um, and yeah, it was, uh, it was a, it was a good conversation. It was also like, it was nice to, yeah, it was just nice to talk to the, to, to players now and, and kind of reset ourselves sort of for where we're at, at this moment. Yeah. I liked, uh, how we had a good, we had a good mix of, of questions and conversation really. That's what we like to do here on the podcast. And, um, we've been doing this for a little while with the players and I think they kind of, uh, recognize the vibe that, that we bring when we were covering the Red Star. So it was cool that, uh, it was definitely more of a conversation, if anything else, considering everything that's been going on. So, yeah, of course, we we chatted a little bit about um, everything that's occurring, you know, and how that's kind of impacting them as players, uh, professionally and, and personally, right? Because uh, sometimes some days are a little easier than others, and some other days are, are not so great. Uh, so it was cool to sort of hear them chat a bit about that. 
we got into like some fun stuff with their workouts and uh, we got into some real fun stuff about eboid foods right uh, yeah. cool things with uh, Emily Boyd and what she does on, on her content and her, her food page with eBoyd Foods on Instagram. So make sure you guys are following that. I actually went out and finally ventured and made the leap of faith. I tried some banana eggs and I put my journey on that on the Southside Trap Instagram. So that was really cool. Um, and I recommend them for anyone who wants to, to try them. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it, it, it's interesting. I mean, it's very few silver linings right now, but, um, you know, we were, we were thinking a little bit, you know, about where the, what the red stars were doing this time last year. And the answer was playing kind of a gritty, gross draw in North Carolina. Um, and, and going back to North Carolina, um, this, this, this season after obviously having a real tough end there last year, seemed kind of harsh it seemed like i'm not sure this is going to be a great game like it might be kind of weird and emotional and bad um so i guess it's almost that again thin silver lining i guess they don't have to do that this weekend um and we don't have to and we don't have to cover (laughs) we don't have to cover it no, no, we don't. We did close. It was funny. We did close out the, the interview, sort of bringing it back full circle and talking about that game. And we all just sort of joked about how we think that they would have would have won yeah. this weekend. Um, but like most games, I think in the beginning of the reg- to kick off the regular season for, for all teams, not just the Red Sox in particular, you know, you're still in that um, you're still in that sort of preseason mode. You're still sort of kicking the rust off. You're still getting used to. Uh, getting in the rhythm of having a regular season with weekly games. So I, I think you and I both remember that that first game in 2019 away in North Carolina, we're like, yeah, this might not be so great, but it, it wasn't super great for, for either side. I, I, North Carolina were taking all their shots. Like they typically took all the shots, but you know, also traditional to North Carolina, they weren't going in. Right. Uh, so it was sort of a, some disjointedness on both sides of the ball. The Red Stars ended up, I think, surprising them on a counter. Sam yeah. Kerr put a goal yeah. away, and then uh, North Carolina eventually equalized, and these two teams kicked off their game with a draw in 2019. Yeah. I feel, I feel like, spiritually, like, this weekend would have also been a draw. I just really think that yeah. that is how that would have gone down. 100%. Hard to agree. I just think these two teams have a lot of history with each other, and they I do. think – uh, having that be the first game, it just has draw written. All yeah, over I mean the first regular season game is really just kind of the last game of preseason, um, and things really kind of start to ramp up in in week two. Um, but yeah, so it would have been nice. It would have been nice to see it, but I'm glad that we got to to kind of do a little a little other fun thing um, in substitute of it. Yeah. So here's to. Uh... Oh, one so final thing, though. The, some information that we got this week. I almost forgot to say this. Um, so the Red Stars, speaking of a kit launch, they're doing oh, yes. one on April 30th. It's going to be a virtual kit launch. Um, and, and we've tweeted about this a little bit. And, and Chicago sent out a really good email this week, kind of getting people up to speed on on their thought process. And um, obviously, this is a financially insecure time for a lot of people. But, um, you know, if you're thinking like, wow, I'm worried about this team. I'm worried about women's sports. They don't have any revenue. Take a look at the Jersey take a look at the elevated Jersey. Give it, give it a, give it a look, take a look at the new one. Um, merchandise sales 
are going to be huge for them this year. And no, it's not the same. It's not going to be enough. It's not going to, you know, save the season, but every little bit helps. And so getting really engaged and it like, it helps that Chicago always has the best kit in the game, right? Like they're a step ahead because they were already planning on this cool kit launch um, before any of this happened. And I think they're also planning on having an event and an un an undisclosed event on April 25th was, which was originally supposed to be their home opener against Portland. Um, so I don't know what that's going to be exactly, but I trust that the red stars have some cool plans up their sleeve. Um, and we'll be covering all of that stuff as well. So, um, Mark your calendars, April 30th. There's going to be some good news. And, uh, yeah, consider, consider a kit, get a t-shirt and turn it into a mask. You know, just think about creative ways to support. I'm excited about seeing the kit. Even, even with everything going on, I think the, the kit reveal for the red stars has always been something I think that in general people look forward to. If we're just even going off of, um, last year's kit with the elevated kit. Yeah. uh, You know, it just, it really, it really just took over the conversation for everybody. And uh, it was a kit that ended up selling out because it was so dope, you know? So uh, we've heard a little bit about the kit. Arnim was on. It's a companion piece to the LA yeah. kit. Arnim Whistler was, was on the Twitch for Chicago Red Stars when they were doing a little bit of a rewatch of their own and people had questions about it. Yeah, so I, don't, I don't remember this. I don't know if this will play out, but I remember way, way, way back there was some chatter I think I, you can, y'all can laugh at me, but I'm wrong, but I think it has something to do with the neighborhoods. I think it might be. Yeah. Kind of I think once upon a time, yeah. long, long ago, there was yeah. some social media that was shared. Yeah. Amongst front office some folks. staff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, they were teasing about that. So all the little hints with the companion piece, the neighborhood yep. stuff. Yep. Um, it all, the vibes to me just say it's going to be a really, really, another really cool local kid. So I'm yep. excited about that uh we asked a hard-hitting question during the twitch stream and said that <laughs> we've heard a strong rumor that there will be red stars featured yeah. on the kit and Can they did confirm. confirm yes they did they confirm. Did confirm guys mm-hmm. we're excited about that so you know we hope everyone is uh taking the time to stay safe take their precautions stay inside wash your hands wash everything and we hope you all enjoy this interview segment with emily boyd and zoe Grosby. Hey, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Southside Trap Podcast. Podcast that helps you stay on side with the Chicago Red Stars. It's your girl, Sandra. Here today with a special edition episode for everyone. We're joined by a few guests, and uh, I'm here to start. I'm here with my friend, homie, and colleague, Claire Watkins, a.k.a. Scam Originator. How you doing today, Claire? I'm good. It's snowing outside, which was a shock and a delight. <laughs> oh, you guys... I promise things can't get worse some kind of way. I'm not God, but I feel like they can't. Um, but Claire and I are usually a duo on this episode. So we thought for our very first player interview of 2020, finally, it only took till April to get in, that we would do that with another duo. We're here today with Emily Boyd and Zoe Garowski. How are you doing today? Whoop. Yes. Love, We're here. Love, Love the enthusiasm on this April snow day. <laughs> we can confirm it's snowing. It's, yeah, actually. it's definitely snowing. Yeah. It's still going too. It hasn't stopped. Um, something fun to actually talk about before we jump into all the content that we want to get into. Claire and I were discussing how how a player interview would go when typically on Southside Chat we're talking about the games, we're reviewing like performances and stuff like that. And there hasn't been a lot of soccer right now. 
so we thought it would be fun to maybe talk about in this day type of history vibe. So on this day last year, uh, similar vibe to having like a home opener, not home opener, but opening the season against North Carolina Courage and sort of launching the, the kit event with the elevated kit. And I thought it was really funny that today is snowing. Also snow, <laughs> I forgot about that, yeah. Because we had April snow last year during the elevated kit event. <laughs> when we didn't make it. Yeah, I was gonna say didn't you guys <laughs> get stuck yeah, yeah. I, me and Casey were actually there so I was like Zoe and That's Casey were right. right yeah I, rem- I remember we I remember that about, like, yeah Game of Thrones we were waiting for our friends to show up but they never did yeah and then it, the, the flight got got postponed so I thought it was kind of uh, ironic that on this day That's true. <laughs> the same thing is happening today um but I guess to start off Everyone's uh, being told to practice social distancing, social isolation, uh, being in quarantine, stuff like that. So in terms of just general check-in, how are the two of you doing? How's it, how's it going? How's life inside or outside if you spend it outside? <laughs> um, I mean, for us, life's okay. I mean, we have our good and bad days. Like, we usually trade off. Like, I'll wake up and, like, walk in my room and Emily be like, how are you? I'm like, not great. <laughs> yeah. And she'll kind of, like lift me up and then someday she's like I don't want to do anything I'm like okay we're gonna work out today and I try to to get some stuff done yeah Yeah. Yeah, we definitely we've been trying to have some type of like schedule every week where we get three runs in and two to three lifts in and yesterday I was really motivated to you know go outside since it wasn't snowing and get our run on and Zoe was like I don't want to do anything (laughs) and I was like Zoe I'm going so you're going (laughs) And I that felt better after for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But it was one of those mornings where like I just don't want to do this. And we typically work out anywhere from we leave from like ten to eleven and we left at one PM. So <laughs> Oh my God. Hey, but you got it in though, and that's what matters. Yeah. yeah. That's so important though. Is is there any is there any like just piggybacking off of that, is there any like moment where you both just decide to succumb to that and you're like, you know what? No, today I just kinda quit. You know, when it was snowing two days ago. She, I walked out of my room because she usually wakes up before me. So I, our daily Always. routine is me opening my door and just saying good morning. <laughs> but the, it was like snowing outside, and she's like, "How are you feeling today?" I was like, "Is today canceled?" She's like, "Today's canceled." <laughs> did yoga. We did yoga. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yes, I respect that. Yeah, sometimes yeah. you just have to cancel the day. <laughs> Mid midweek. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Well, uh, we have a question about the OBs. I don't know, Claire, if you want to Oh, yeah. That. I was just going to say, Emily, you're stuck inside with two outside backs, and you guys are doing a lot of fitness stuff. You can't really do specialty training. Do you guys have the same fitness regimen, like, right now, or is it? are you able to, guys able to specialize at all? Um, well, we all want to run. We all want to touch a ball. We all want to, you know, lift. So we've been doing everything together. And let me tell you, I am going to come out of this quarantine <laughs> the fittest I've ever been. <laughs> I was uh, running, uh, our other roommate, Bianca, does our running with us. And she was pacing yesterday. And I was like, Bianca, like, Soda, I'm back here, back here. Our last two reps, I was just like, go, I'm good. Don't, don't wait up. But no, we've been doing... Uh, they throw the ball against the wall for me sometimes and work on reaction training. And we do some different movements for Zoe to help her work on explosiveness and stuff. So, I mean, we're doing as much as we can, but it's yeah. definitely not perfect. <laughs> I wouldn't say it's perfect. <laughs> Are there any, uh, like, goalkeeper, like, uh, fitness trainings that you're going to try to have them? Yeah, you should make them. You should flip it on them. 
<laughs> no, no uh, I have these like um, blinking glasses that like are supposed to be helpful for reaction training and they put them on and they were like, you throw the ball and it's like a four second delay <laughs> and the ball's like bouncing down the hall. And then you can dots. Yeah. I don't so, know how you would do that. That was really fun. <laughs> Throwing those glasses on them. Yeah. I don't know if you want to just keep Oh yeah, I can jump into the next one too. So, I mean, I, this is kind of just a question of like, you know, you kind of have the rhythms of how you think the season is going to go. And, and especially for Emily, you know, as someone who is a, you know, a goalkeeper with, you know, kind of the two goalkeepers um, with the postponing of the Olympics, has that changed or have you even had a chance to think about long-term kind of how that changes the arc of your year, the arc of your year and a half, or are you just kind of like, let's get through today and then we'll take it from there. Um, I'd say a little bit of both. Um, it's definitely going to change the year for me a lot in terms of games that I'm going to be able to play. Mm -hmm. Um, but that's also going to come back next year. So yes, it's going to change a little bit just because I can now focus more on myself, focus more on my self-improvement, focus more on small details that maybe this year I wouldn't have been able to focus on because I'd been more team driven. Mm -hmm. Um, so now working on all of those small things that it's harder to do during season that I will be able to do while preparing for next year. And also, you know, building my team and trying to help my team and do everything I can for other people. Um, when as a starter, that's a little bit more difficult to do. So I'm excited. It's going to be a really fun year. Hopefully I'm just praying that we can get out there on the field, you know? <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Same uh, here. Yeah. yeah. We miss covering soccer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Similar question for for you, Zoe, in terms of your perspective, heading into this season in 2020, coming off of the 2019 season, where you were getting some time off the bench for the Red Stars, um, sort of your personal goals that you were looking forward to uh, for 2020, and maybe how your perspective is kind of shifted a little bit now, currently? I mean, yeah, before this, I obviously just you want to get more and more playtime and just kind of be an impact player for your team in whatever way that pans out to be um so I'm not much of a planner so at all, <laughs> at <Zero> all. <laughs> so all I right. take it day by day um so I'm like the, today I'm gonna be the best team today I can be and that's kind of my like mindset going to every day and whatever role people decide that needs to be for me if I'm a bench player if I'm a team like getting play time that was kind of my mindset throughout and I don't think that'll change I mean, obviously now it's just like kind of being the best teammate you can be and taking care of what you need to take care of so that when you do hopefully get on the field soon that you're ready. So I, I just kind of shifting that mindset a little bit and just being the best teammate you can be every day, just depending on your role that day. So to yeah. jump off that, she's 0% a planner. <laughs> I have lunches, workouts, life planned out for the next three weeks. And Zoe doesn't know what she's going to, like, put in her coffee that way. <laughs> <laughs> like, we're it's definitely a, a, a good yin and yang. <laughs> <laughs> you guys were meant to room this year specifically. Yeah. <laughs> Zoe, just to kind of keep piggybacking with that, I know your, your journey to the Red Stars has uh, looked a little different from some other players in the past. I know coming into the 20s. 2018 uh, draft and then working your way through the Red Stars reserve yeah. teams and then kind of getting your number called, you know, and playing with the first team and then being rostered last year. Can you sort of 
chat me through a little bit about being on the reserve side, sort of how being a local Chicago kid comes into play with that, and then sort of kind of putting in the work, keeping your nose to the grindstone, and then kind of just yeah, getting where you're getting now? So, I mean, in 2018, I was drafted. We were drafted in the same year. So we both showed up, like, same goals, just want to make the team. And I think not making the team that year was, like, really devastating for me, especially after you go from college and you're – I was a captain that year. I'm playing every game, like, full minutes. And then you shift to being in this environment where everyone's the best from where they came from. That's, like, just a huge mindset. And my coaches in college told me about it. And, like, there's no way you can, like, fully, like, prepare for that shift where you're not getting minutes anymore from playing in college. So that was, like, a huge mindset shift for me in terms of just, like, being with these amazing players. Like, you're surrounded by Julia Ertz, Alyssa Nair, like, world-class players, and you're just kind of shell-shocked almost. So, like – the transition was really hard for me. And I think having the reserves one, it was really helpful because I could still play soccer and like still feel a part of it, but also being from home, it was really helpful. Like if I like, luckily I was drafted to Chicago, but if I was drafted to like somewhere else and I didn't have my parents or a support system, I don't know if I could, could have, would have like made it. It's, it's really hard to like not get paid and not, um, yeah, it's a big ask. Yeah, like not get paid and still spend the whole year trying to play soccer and just make this goal that you've had since you were so little is like playing, being a professional soccer player. So like, I'm just so grateful I was drafted to Chicago because I don't, I don't know where I would be if I wasn't. But also like just having to work like multiple jobs during that time, also like being a soccer player, it was really tough. But I had a really great support system. Like Emily was there throughout the whole thing. Yeah, it was Whoop. just... <laughs> yeah and the next year like you kind of like reset in the off season you're like okay this is my goal I'm gonna do it I'm gonna make it happen and I was had all the experience from the year before so the second year I was just like really confident and ready and I felt more prepared way more prepared than I did the first year so yeah absolutely I think you could kind of see it too uh, I know for last year the Red Stars you guys went on a really epic run to sort of close out the season um sort of going on that five and six game the semifinal and uh there were a number of games there where you had like a huge role off the bench yeah I know you guys did the twitch rewatch with the team <laughs> uh, the Orlando game and, and Casey's goal and sort of how you kind of came in and played a, a part in that and making that goal happen and then the following week I remember uh with the team heading to sky blue and then you sort of coming in and having another impact and sort of getting on the end of this ball and just kind of going crazy with it and having the vision to sort of feed Yuki this ball. And then she nails this goal. Uh, yeah. That was really cool too. So it was really dope to sort of see your progression kind of from then to now. And I know when, before all of this stuff kind of kicked off, we had our own content plans in place and uh, we were doing some preseason stuff and we were like, yeah, this is going to be the, the year. Of the, <laughs> we were ready. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we're like, it's going to be Emily Boyd and Zoe Grossi. These, these are going to be the two. They're going to lead the race. <laughs> Uh, we decided to keep that going with this interview because we, okay, we still believe that. So, um, I know we're talking about the, the local kid stuff, so I wanted to bring this up. It's a little bit of a, a fun one, but there's been a lot of, uh, promotion and discussion about the Chicago Bulls ESPN documentary that's yeah. happening on Sunday. So I gotta, I gotta know, I gotta ask, are, are you going to be locked in Sunday? Absolutely. I was raised as a diehard Chicago fan, like my dad loves all Chicago sports, like the biggest Bears fan I've ever met in my entire life. So 
I think that I'm just, if I wasn't watching and if I wasn't tuned in to anything Chicago related, my family would be like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm really excited about it. Uh, I'm really excited to have Claire watch. Claire's actually in Ohio. Yeah, I State. don't know a lot about the Chicago Bulls, honestly. I didn't grow up okay. here, so I'm going to well, learn some stuff. You're from Ohio? <laughs> I'm from Ohio, yeah. My mom's from Ohio, so yeah. she's the same. Yeah, so I'm like, I'm like LeBron James, is he around? <laughs> <laughs> Ron, I'm sorry is he coming yeah is he in this <laughs> he's the one that wanted to watch it he yeah. was he was like they got to put that on now they yeah, got to make right. they got to pump up the uh, air date yeah, uh, I think we're gonna start getting into some e-boys content well first first we want to talk about quarantine fits oh we do want to talk, about, talk about yeah we want to talk about the fit game right uh Zoe I don't think people understand or know that you have a pretty decent fit game at least from what I've seen. I'm a big fan of your athleisure wear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we've seen like the, uh, you know, the moment, like the, we've seen you in the post-game mix zones. Uh, you know, I've had the, I'm fortunate to have spent a couple practices with you guys and I've seen like the post-practice fits. Yeah. I appreciate those. I appreciate your, your fit game. So in terms of the roommates, because that's, this is what we have to judge right now. If you had to rank the fit game for all three roommates, I would be <laughs> during this quarantine time. How would you rank them? Even put a rank. Zoe and Bianca, <laughs> Emily. <laughs> You've been upping your game. Now look at her new sweatshirt. Oh yeah. See, yeah. I'm grateful hoodie. Let's go. <laughs> yep. Mia colors are important right now during this time. They are. Yeah, sometimes we get dressed up just to, like, we're like, okay, today's a grocery store day. And we're like, what are oh, we going to wear? Oh, God, yeah. I wore my Yeezys to the grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> Ask me what I'm supposed to wear them to. Trying yep. to look hot, walking down aisle six. What's that? <laughs> <laughs> like, we're not going to the club. We're going to the grocery right, store. Be like, I am in a building that is not my home. No, yes. Like, going to like, all right, what are we going to wear? Yes. Like, pull out my best sweatpants. And I love sweat. that. <laughs> I love it. It's so good. Yeah. So let's. So yeah. So let's. Let's. Let's uh, pivot. Let's talk content. So Eboy's Foods has been going on for a little bit, um, though. With no soccer, it seems like more time to kind of develop that work on that. How did that come about? And how has that always been an interest of your? I mean, I know you. You put a really great piece out on Equalizer this week about kind of some of that stuff, and um, developing kind of just thinking a lot about nutrition. And sharing that with people. So talk a little bit about, yeah, about the Eboids Foods account. Um, so Eboids Foods started back in college when I was just, you know, learning about nutrition and trying new things. My sophomore year, I thought that toasted bread with a piece of American cheese and two <laughs> and mayo and turkey was like a healthy ass <laughs> breakfast. I was like, let's go. Like I got my healthy breakfast. I'll throw an egg on there from having a hungry day, you know, you know, so we've really evolved. Um, <laughs> and, uh, so yeah, it just kind of started with, honestly, I would post my, uh, my, my meals on Snapchat. And one of my roommates was like, dude, it's kind of annoying. Like having your food on your snap stories all the time, like make an Instagram. So I don't have to watch it all the time. And I'm like, cool, done. Made e-boy food. It was a lie from that. So shout out to my roommate in college that told me that I was so annoying. So I had to make a new website. Um, but yeah, no, I think it's just like kind of evolved with the way that how my eating has changed. Uh, did Whole30, 
it's pretty much just whole foods, nothing packaged, um, no dairy, no legumes, no grains, no sugar. Tough. But it's kind of like how I eat now. And um, so, yeah, I really like, I think in the beginning, I started realizing how many people in sports and out of sports struggle with food. They just don't know a whole lot about it. Like our American culture doesn't teach us about food in school, which I think is crazy. Um, But yeah, so I'm just like trying to share my little pieces of knowledge I have ways to make life easier you know no one wants to spend an hour in the kitchen making a meal so I really like sharing easy cheap meals that I can make while I'm having this like super busy crazy lifestyle yeah speaking of Sandra made some banana eggs this morning (laughs) wait (laughs) banana eggs are my shit man (laughs) okay I'm glad you said that because I was real nervous about making these eggs let me tell you One of your, for me, one of uh, my biggest joys of your rookie season was watching your eBoys food account and <laughs> seeing all of your contributions in that aspect was real dope seeing very slowly getting your teammates on board <laughs> with banana eggs. Right? I saw and, uh, I'm going to include myself in that because it's 2020 and I just tried them. Oh, just tried them. I still I, want, um, no. She doesn't like bananas, so she doesn't count. I don't know. Okay. Well, then there you go. There's that. But uh, I am a big fan of eggs and I also enjoy bananas. <laughs> the concept of putting them together was hard for me. I understand. And I was, but I take my interviews very seriously, as you could tell. And I was like, I'm going to. I'm going to try banana eggs just for this interview portion and just give a quick review to Ms. Emily Boyd. I got to say, it was a mental hurdle. Getting over. I was like, I don't know how this is going to go. I, I don't know how to feel about it. And then like, what I like that you also had on your Instagram, you have a story just dedicated to banana eggs because it was very easy for me to just be like, dude, I can't, I can't find the post. Like, where's it at? And I'm like, oh, she's got the, the story archive. That's perfect. Yep. So I went through the banana eggs story archive and you had all this great stuff on there. And I was like, all right, cool. Spotty banana, eggs. And I was like, cinnamon, bet, vanilla, okay. And I was like, all right, let's, let's see here. So very easy. I had all this stuff at home. Of the easy, quick stuff. And th- my favorite part about it was actually the cooking of it. Because, oh my God, my kitchen smelled so good. Cooking banana bread. Yes. And at one point in your story, I got you like, we're just an ingredient shy of banana bread. And I was like, <laughs> oh my God, she's so deep. She's right. It's like, we're basically, <laughs> I was like, we're basically making banana bread, except we're not. So I was a little, I was a little nervous because I'm so used in my egg eating. I'm so used to just hot saucing my eggs. So if I ever have an egg, it's like usually like a, a quick one egg scramble with like some hot sauce and I'm good to go. So I was nervous. I'm like, I don't, I don't know if that's a vibe for these is a absolute no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna share with you. I experimented. So I did your your full. Uh, hold on, I did your full story. I was like, okay, I don't normally eat three eggs, but we're gonna go for it because that's what Eat Boy said. So I was like, it's big. It's large enough to where I'm like, I'm gonna portion off a section of these eggs and try for some hot sauce. So it's. I thought it was a good blend of the savory and the sweet. I I'm into that. I don't know if it's because I'm Latino or what that I'm into that type of stuff. Uh, I almost wish I would have had some chamoy sauce, but I don't actually have any amount of it right now. And I thought maybe that could have been a good vibe for that. Um, but I do want to suggest for anyone out there who likes the hot sauce. That She's amending it. 
Uh, yeah, I am. I'm amending it. Who likes the hot sauce or eggs to just sort of, if you, if you need to hot sauce your egg, if it's absolutely necessary, because these eggs are good on their own. You don't have to hot sauce them. But if you need to, it better be a really mild sauce. Like, don't reach for the Valentina. You better get, like, the, the Louisiana. Don't worry. Like, we got that in the fridge, uh, too. The Valentina's there. I made yeah. sure of it. Okay. That's good. <laughs> but don't put those on these banana eggs. <laughs> don't put them on the banana eggs. <laughs> yeah. Because I did. I tried to banana bread. bread. I know this now, Miss Emily. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> I know this. I know this now. But uh, you've converted yet somebody else. Uh, I threw it on the Southside Trap Instagram. My process of cooking these eggs and trying them out. I went the route of like ultimately just having the serving with some blueberries, and I thought they were really, really dope. So I would recommend that for anybody. And I do want to ask though, with these banana eggs, was this something that you were inspired like by Whole Thirty or Paleo, or is this just something like your own? This is like an E Boys original. Like, what's going on here with this? One of my friends one day was like dude, let's try these, let's try mashing a banana with some eggs. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to do that. She said, I'm going to do it. And if you like it, you have to do it. And I said, fine. So she goes and she does this. And I'm like, bro, that's gross. And then she made me try it with like some almond butter or something. And I was like, Evie, banana eggs is live. And it is going to thrive on my feed. And, you know. Then we've gone from EB banana eggs to EB banana pancakes. Oh, yeah, it was it was a toss up for me. I was those like, look so good. I'm the either, pancakes. Yeah, I was like, I'm either gonna do the pancakes or I'm gonna do the banana eggs. Yeah, but I was like, well, grocery shopping is a challenge these days. Yeah, and I have the egg and I have the banana, so we're just gonna do that. So we just did that. Yeah. So I think to challenge myself, I think next time I'm gonna try to do the uh, the pancakes because those look top notch. Those look amazing. Moving up. Yep. Yeah. Um, so, you know, no soccer happening, stuck in the house. I know a lot of players have turned to like TikTok and stuff. I know you guys have done some TikToking. Um, TikTok. Yeah. Uh, so do you guys, is it, is it basically the, the posting? And I know you, you keep up with the Evoids Food stuff a lot. Um, is it just a matter of having the energy to do it and kind of wanting a project or, you know, is it just sheer boredom? Like what's, what's the mindset of kind of continuing with social media while you're kind of stuck at home in terms of eboid's food um i'm trying to grow mm -hmm. and make it more of like a business yeah and i actually have a marketing agent that helps me kind of like stay on track and yeah. like we're starting to work with brands so like i have required things i have to do mm -hmm. so then around those things i like to create other things that i'm doing that i think are super fun that i want to share and so that's kind of how Eboid's food has been thriving right now. Mm -hmm. um, and then my regular page, I've just been like, guys, I saw this TikTok. <laughs> like, I think that we can do this one. And they're like, too much hip shaking. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, I, body rolls, no. Like, I no, can't. no body rolls, no <laughs> dancing is allowed. Yeah. So Y'all can do the plank challenge. <laughs> that was a good one. It has to be somewhat athletic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not smooth. Not too I much can't do anything like that. Um, do you have I, my my question? I was gonna say, do you have any? Because some some people have really kind of gone MIA. They're just like taking this time to like take a second. Do you have any teammates that you wish would post on social media more during this time? All of them. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what my friends are doing, but everybody's like, people are storying more. Definitely. Right. Yeah. I want to see Gilly's bump. Yeah. Show me the bump, Gilly, or the baby. <laughs> don't know soon. if it's. I don't know if it's that's gotta be soon. <laughs> you don't know because she hasn't posted. Yeah, you would know if she was posting about it. True. Yeah. 
I want to see like, Mo and Danny's quarantine together. Mm-hmm. You know, love seeing Mots and the dog in the mm-hmm. in the bounce back. You know, I know that she's going stir crazy. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Who else has had some interesting things that I would like to see more of? Hmm. Vanessa's doodle. Love that dog. Yeah. <laughs> goodness more dog content in general honestly more dog content, always. Yeah. we have been trying to find a dog like we almost drove four hours to pick up my sister's husky we just oh need a God. dog yeah i know a lot of people have been fostering like that's been a thing that a lot of people have been turning like, to time. Like, yep. we have nothing to do we love dogs yeah we looked into it mm-hmm. we were walking and saw our neighbor asked her if we could borrow her dog she said <laughs> i'll get back to you <laughs> Never know to us. No, got it. <laughs> no, neighborly. You're just being yeah. neighborly. Yeah. Uh, I think we're getting more into these fun ones than that, yeah. right, Claire? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know, in terms of uh, Chicago and the city as a whole, is there like a Chicago landmark that you guys miss a lot right now? Chicago landmark. Well, the 606 is closed. Yeah, yeah. that's been landmark accounts. Yeah. So that, and that really is helpful for my knees because it has like the. Um, <laughs> little track on the side right yeah my body's not been loving the quarantine concrete outs. yeah concrete. yeah <laughs> it's been tough yeah taking some baths though you know some magnesium salt baths <laughs> yeah that's true i guess there's probably more time for recovery though too so if i'm not the most flexible person after quarantine i'm gonna be pissed like <laughs> i've been stretching so much i don't understand like <laughs> she's oh. not gonna be the most flexible I, so i'm just one day yeah <laughs> someday have you guys have you guys learned anything new or interesting about each other since you've been spending 24 hours a day together for like a month? Emily's yes. even more perfectionist than I thought. <laughs> oh, hold on, Bianca, you better get in the screen. Can't just be shouting from off camera. I know. Put it on record, girl. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I am kind of a perfectionist. Like, look at the drawing behind. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I when it comes to coloring, I do not fuck around. That's all yeah. I have to say. Oh yeah. No outside the lines. Are those all Boyd originals? Three of them. Three of them. Very nice. Oh, Very nice. Yeah, yeah the so Chicago like, ones. Chicago, San Francisco. San Francisco. I'm gonna do Seattle next. <laughs> Very, Very nice. nice. You want right, to so, yeah. yeah, I was gonna say so we're 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 gonna we're gonna get close to wrapping this up pretty soon. Um but I guess the the biggest thing I will we'll close out with this. How about this? So uh you guys have been tweeting a lot about the the TV you've been watching. Oh my god. And yeah. I know that you guys the 90 day fiance, first of all. I'm obsessed. Yes, like, I don't best TV I've ever watched in my entire life. <laughs> it's amazing how you can like blink and you've watched 12 episodes of that show. <laughs> yeah um so who i was gonna say who um and then you guys have also been doing a harry potter rewatch yes whose idea was that that might have been my idea or your idea i don't know definitely not her idea (laughs) (laughs) is this just a general rewatch or is anyone watching this for the very first time no i i mean i'm obsessed with harry potter like i've got three hogwarts shirts two pins i have a wand somewhere wow a wand. Wow. A wand. Wow, Zoe. Oh. got me a wand for graduation stay tuned my we college going, graduation we're going to have a tiktok with this damn wand i think you got to find the wand you heard it here first folks I'm a uh, no but we started with incredibles then we okay. moved to harry potter we're shifting through the so we're gonna do some series yeah. harry, harry potter is a good choice because you know you've got a solid amount of movies yeah, you've got a lot series. to go yeah, yeah. 
what would you what would you guys say is your respective Hogwarts house? I've taken the quiz. I've gotten Hufflepuff every single time. I've tried to retake it. Well, you're Hufflepuff. Yeah, I think yeah. that means Zoe. I think that means you're a Hufflepuff. I know, but like, <laughs> I'm kind of regarded as like lame. That's okay. No, it means that you're like you're kind and you're a good friend and yeah, you're loyal. Yeah. I mean, that's not us saying it. That's the that's yeah, what we read. <laughs> I I don't know. I'm probably Slytherin. <laughs> hey. Don't hate. There's nothing I, wrong I, with I, that either. I also took the quiz, and I too am a Slytherin, and I was like, "Oh yeah." Quiz today, and I'll tweet at you when I get. It. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Just the ass I All right. Uh, thank you guys so much for doing this and taking yeah. the time to. Of course. Yeah, of course. Yeah, to chat. You guys are, like I said, our, our first player interviews of this year, and we were really excited about it. Um, we miss covering the Red Stars. We miss covering game games. So we appreciate you guys uh, taking the time to do this. Yeah, of course. Uh, and I know, and I know you guys aren't playing a game this weekend, but why not? Let's just say that you want it. The undefeated season begins now. Yes. <laughs> undefeated season starts today. Starts today. I'm still undefeated. Yes. I complete my workouts of the day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Uh, guys, if if the fans or people listening want to keep in touch with you, specifically with the the food accounts stuff like that, where can they um, engage with you guys? Definitely Instagram at eboyd's food and at Emily and Boyd if you want to see our TikToks <laughs> or Zoe's personal page, Zoe Gorowski, my name, which is <laughs> Gore Al Ski. Just spell it out. You got to yeah. sound it on spelling. Right? Some people, people just can't. O, o and then A and then I. Yeah. Gore Gore Al Ski. There. Yeah. There you go. For all you uh, announcers who are going to be calling the games. You heard <laughs> I'm just Boyd. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> there you go. Thank you guys so much. Uh, we look forward to you. seeing you guys uh, take the pitch uh, this season. You guys have a good rest of the Thank day. Thank you. Yeah.